Hey, it's Eric Culkin. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. On this episode, we're talking to Joe Gabbett. He is in charge of the construction end of Eastbrook Homes. And we're going to be talking about remodeling versus starting over. Perhaps you've been living in your house for 170 days and you want to make a change, but you're not really sure if that remodel is going to be right for you. And maybe it's time to start from scratch. Let's find out next on the podcast. And my guest today, Joe, is from Eastbrook Homes. And Joe, for um, people who may not necessarily know how Eastbrook Homes is constructed, we've been talking to a lot of agents, and you have a very different job. Can you talk about what you do in a day-to-day construction sense for Eastbrook Homes? So basically, I oversee five to six construction managers who they are looking at the daily process of uh, how things are going forward with each individual build. They're handling anywhere from 15 to 30 homes at any given time. We try not to overwhelm them too much, but from time to time, it just depends on the community. You know what I mean? Sometimes in Rockford or DeWitt or something like that. If you have a hot community, you're going to be buried with a lot of work. Um, The guys are very talented individuals that are out there in the field. They're able to multitask. But I'm overseeing those guys to make sure that they're doing the job properly, give them a little guidance here and there to make sure that we're not losing any time and it's going as seamless as possible. Of course, you have hiccups from time to time, but we're just trying to be, you know, masters of what we can and handle anything that's, you know, any, any uh, backordered parts or product or anything like that and deal with it the best way possible. All right, so I have a bunch of questions for you. I am located in Rockford, so I'm very familiar with how busy you are up here. But what you and I were talking about before we hit record was we're at about the 172-day mark um, in our prospective basements or wherever we're working from home or educating from home. And there's been this theme in these podcasts about you spend so much time in your house and probably when you started or you purchased your home or or whatever, you, you had a view of that home and you would leave from eight to five and you'd come back and you'd sort of deal with the things that drove you crazy because you weren't really there that much. And now you're there literally all the time. And those things start to drive you crazy in and out. And we're coming out of a summer season where a lot of people had taken what they were going to use for spring break and put it into home remodeling projects. And if they haven't got there because of, to your point, you said a second ago, obviously with some logistics, there's been some issues getting things like windows or decking or whatever to get those projects done. One of the things that, that people might want to consider before they enter into construction projects for this home for the fall or the winter is, is maybe, starting over, Joe, right? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, you know, you gotta worry about product costs, material costs. We just found out yesterday as, as a builder who have locked rates with these different uh, providers of, of materials that we were gonna be up, you know, incrementally compared to what we have been in the past as far as, you know, like the increase in price on a stud was $2 per stud. Increase wow. on a probate sheet of plywood was up $10. Um, we're running into shortages on deck material, any treated material. So the Joe, Joe blow off the street coming to do a deck remodel is not going to be able to get that product right now. They're saving the product for the big builders and their big money makers, basically. So you're not able to kind of do a, a DIY project. And which, which puts us squarely back in the, maybe it's time to look. And, and as I said a second ago, I'm here in Rockford. You guys have a couple of projects going on, one just up the street from, from me that seems like 
and I say this to everybody when I talk to them from Eastbrook Homes, the work that you guys do and the speed by which you do it to quality is nothing short of spectacular. And so I have not had a chance to talk to you prior to this, Joe, but, but you are kind of like the ground floor of, of getting that scalability to work. Can you talk about how you guys are able to do that at the speed and scale by which you are adding new, either whole new neighborhoods like you are up the street here or adding to existing communities? So basically it all kind of starts at the ground level in the design studio. Of course, you have the salespeople who are very good at what they do and they give you what you need and get the client what they need up front before they get involved with the building process and they're kind of understanding what the duration is gonna be up front. And then when they get down to the design studio, they go through a selection process. They start with, by giving kind of the, the designer an idea of what they're looking for, what their color palette is. And they, they run with it from there and give, bring it up to our architecture. We've been doing you know, this for a long time. We have a lot of base plans that we're all familiar with. You can take those base plans and flip them, to create basically a semi-custom home that you are gonna be very proud of. I mean, the, the houses are beautiful that we build. And, I'm, I'm right up against the fence right now where I'm like, all right, I'm on, I'm on the uh, line. Am I going to sell my house? But I've moved so many times. My wife's not on board quite yet. I'll be <laughs> working on her and uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, the guys are very organized out in the field and having people that I've been in the industry for 20 years. Um, I'm very good at multitasking. At least I self-proclaimed them sure. for multitasking. Of course, some people say, well, you're not a master of any if you can't do it, just focus on one thing but you know when, if you go to a house and you have 30 homes going at any given time we have a process down that that's scheduled to just make sure everything is flowing seamlessly um of course you do have hiccups when you're running out of video running into manpower issues from different vendors and different people like that but um letting it go across the board and just staying on top of things and making sure the home is ready for the next vendor in line is the ideal ideal way to build. And so, Joe, you, you alerted, alluded to this a, a couple of times about the way in which the industry has changed both in price and availability of products and, and the ability to create these homes that you guys are doing. But for you personally, what has this been like from March until now, September? What, what has the industry been like for you? Because we're on episode six or seven of this and it doesn't feel like you guys, you guys had maybe a little bit of a blip early on, but haven't had that blip going on through the summer. And for you personally, what's it like to run the logistics of all of the pieces that are moving right now? So the guys that I'm, that I deal with, you know what I mean? All the construction managers, they're all kind of, they're doers. You know what I mean? They're on the move nonstop. And when we had that shutdown for the building industry, the construction industry, it was, uh, it was, tough pill to swallow. So I'm sitting in, a, in an office trying to teach these guys who are wanting to be out there running around like, you know, maniacs for lack of a better term, to uh, stay focused and teach them kind of different things about doing a pre-construction meeting virtually like we're doing now. I mean, this is sure. something doing typically. So we're more face-to-face. -face. It's a lot more fun to interact with a customer and be a chameleon and get to know the different personalities of customers. You know, it's, it's harder to get that. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? The up, the up front and the, and the warm, cozy feeling when you shake a guy's hand and uh, introduce yourself and talk a little bit about my family and their family and, and build that trust from the initial pre-construction meeting that you meet the homeowner for the very first time. So when it did shut down, you know, just trying to learn different ways to do different things was uh, was 
a challenge, but uh, overall we got over it and I think we got better from it. And so, you know, Joe, back to school has started and for most people, they are still educating at home, at least for the foreseeable future for the next two or three weeks. And one of the challenges that that presents, uh, which is why we're talking about this remodeling and maybe instead considering perhaps a new place to live, is if you have two parents that are working full time and two children, I might know a guy who has this problem, right? And two children who are trying to do school full time and there isn't necessarily space for that. They have bedrooms, we have a bedroom, but we don't necessarily have four offices. Right. Enter Eastbrook Homes and your ability to kind of redesign spaces and these open environments that you can work in. Can you talk a bit about what that would be like and how that might fit the family of the future as we're dealing with what we're going into next? Because I feel, Joe, that you and I talking virtually will be a part of society going forward, even when we get back to shaking hands and, and the warm and fuzzy. And so with that, I feel like a lot of people now who don't have home offices might want one, pine for one, would love to have one, and maybe their house doesn't allow for it. So can you talk me through maybe what you're seeing stylistically about how design in homes, especially what Eastbrook is doing, does going forward? Absolutely. I mean, I can, I am at the forefront of that right now myself. I mean, I'm on the road, leave it, leave at 530 in the morning, get home at whenever I get home. My wife works full time. I have a junior in high school and I have a, a first grader. So we've had to take my, my oldest son's bedroom downstairs and kind of turn that into an office. And it's an office with a bed sitting behind it. It's not like I've had time to kind of right. get my hands in there and, and remodel myself. So we have noticed a lot of people that, you know, like I talked about semi-custom, you basically start with a, with a base plan of a home. We have large rec rooms in our basement, a bathroom that's, you know, you do it underground plumbing or we finish that area. You have a bedroom down there. There's different rooms. You know, a lot of people like to have the open floor plan, but we also offer, you know, areas in the loft if you want to add uh, bifold, not bifold doors, but frosted French doors or anything like that inside to be able to kind of give yourself a little seclusion from the chaos in the world. Um, I have, you know, my, my kids are going both one, you know, one to two days a week live school, and then the remainder of it's virtual. So it's very interesting for the seven-year-old to try to sit here and look at his teacher on right. computer, and he's wanting to run around like a maniac, you know, just kind of chasing whatever he's chasing. And I, I have a hard enough time at night when it's him and I one-on-one -on -one teaching right. him that way. And he's like, yeah, dad, let's go play catch. Sure. I, I have a four-year-old who's having a similar issue learning virtually because it turns out four-year-olds don't learn virtually very, very well, obviously. No. Well, no. so, you know, so sticking with, with what this looks like, um, I know you're not in the sales role, but as far as the process goes, once my home gets to you, what does that look like? So let's say I, I decide that I would like to purchase a home in this neighborhood that's just up the street from here. What does that whole process look like? And, and perhaps how long does it take if I'm at the point where I'm going, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I need, to, I need a house that works differently than my house currently does. Right. I would say, you know, I mean, from your initial appointment with sales to the end of the bill, depending on what the season is, you know, I mean, we say from the time it, it meets me till the time the home is completed in the winter time it's probably going to be an eight month duration we're only saying that right now because of the un unknown and you know the tile and material products that we're having shortages with so we're padding that out to 
basically under promise and over deliver. You know what I mean? They typically, you know, back in the day, it was taking five months to build, four months to build from the time you break ground, backfill, start framing, and get it all the way to finish. Um, but right now, I would, I would guesstimate it's going to be roughly a year from the time you meet the salesperson. But, you know, like I said before, they, they meet with the customer. They give them our variety of, you know, 30 different floor plans. They can take those floor plans, move doors, move rooms, modify, do whatever you can. They have five or six different elevations to choose from almost on each on each floor plan. And uh, you do what you'd like to make the, the home your own. Um, That's awesome. Awesome. Well, Joe, I won't keep you much longer. I, I just wanted to say, you know, again, thank you for spending a couple minutes with us. I know you've got a ton of stuff, a ton of balls in the air that you're trying to manage, and I want to let you go do that. But if people want to reach out to Eastbrook Homes, what's the best way for them to do that? You know, we have uh, the concierge um, website. You can go to www.eastbrookhomes.com. There's a little uh, robot down in the corner that can answer your questions. They'll give you the salesperson's numbers. If you go to any of our communities, the salesperson numbers are up on the uh, entries to each community where you can contact them directly. Or you can just call uh, 616-455-0200. Speak to our concierge and she'll get you guarded in the right direction. Joe Gabbett from Eastbrook Homes. My friend, have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk again soon. Absolutely. And there he goes. A huge thanks to Joe Gavitt for joining us today, talking about Eastbrook Homes. Again, if you want to reach out to Eastbrook Homes, the easiest way to do that is eastbrookhomes.com. I am Eric Hulkerin, and this is the Michigan's Best Podcast. Have a great day, guys.